You're listening to Orange Blaze, a Florida Trail podcast. Hi! Doing things a little bit different this episode. My guest for October ended up falling through, so did something I've been wanting to do since I started this podcast was to sit down and talk with my husband about our hike in 2011 of the Florida Trail. Now, it ended up being quite long. It was about an hour and 20 minutes, and so I broken this into two episodes. I almost made it the entire um, hour and 20 minutes into one episode, but I kind of figured that was going to be too long. So I split it up. One's about 40, 45 minutes long. This first episode, the second is going to be 30 or 35 minutes long. So if you have two commutes, you want to listen one part one day, the other part, you know, on your way home, that sort of thing. Uh, that would be uh, ideal. So be sure to check out the order of these episodes and make sure you're listening to them in the correct order. Um, Another note about the episode, I had to do a lot of transitions and some editing because typically when I record podcasts, my husband watches our four-year-old son. um, But when my husband and I are recording a podcast, TV watches our four-year-old son, and uh, there were plenty of interruptions from him. I tried to edit most of them out. I kept one kind of funny one in that kind of made us chuckle. Um, maybe you'll enjoy it too. So yeah, that, that would be a little interesting. And yeah, it's not my usual take, but I did my best to make the transition smooth and kind of interesting. Something else uh, that I noticed as I was talking to Chris about our hike is that his memory (laughs) of the hike is definitely not like mine. Um, I also spent several years writing a book about our hike, so a lot of the details and things are still pretty fresh in my mind. Um, So it was kind of interesting to see what he remembered and to pick his brain about things he took to heart and enjoyed. And we talked a little bit about gear and, you know, we hiked in 2011. So gear has kind of changed a little bit since then. Our hike of the trail um, was pre-social media, pre-before we had smartphones. So we had a little bit of a different hike than what most people are out there doing now. And I think maybe you can appreciate that a little bit in, in our conversation. And yeah, about that book, I hope to have that published someday. I've tried to send proposals out two separate times to a bunch of different uh, outdoor um, publishers. Um, Haven't had much success. If you've ever written a book and tried to find publishers, you might know just how difficult it can be. Um, I'm still in the process of trying to resubmit and rework that this this year I kind of put it on hold but I do hope to have eventually whether it's you know published traditionally or self-published do have to hope to have that book out hopefully the next year or two for uh, you guys to read and to offer another book in the Florida Trail hiking realm there's not too many out there and you know there's a ton of Appalachian Trail and Pacific Crest Trail memoirs but there's like three or four Florida Trail ones, so I'd like to like to get mine in the mix there. But if you're a publisher listening, I'd love to hear from you. <laughs> so you can email me, or anybody can email me if you'd like to be on the podcast at orangeblazepodcast at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at orangeblazepodcast. I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and don't forget to listen to the second part. Hello. <laughs> uh, yes, I don't even know where to, where you want to start. Um, 
I guess we can start with our trail names. So your panther, you want to talk about that? How'd you come up with that? Um, well, when we uh, lived in Florida, I used to like to go hiking out in Big Cypress and Fakahatchee quite a bit. I guess we were. I think we saw the first our first panthers together. Yeah, the first three. The mo- yeah, the yeah the first ones we saw was a mom with two kittens. kind of juvenile kittens crossing the road a couple hundred yards, I guess, in front of us. Maybe a hundred yards. Um, and then I saw, over the next few years, I saw four more after that. Uh, just four. And we saw another one together on West Main. And then you saw at least okay. two or three more after that. So anyway, so I guess, um, you know, I just really like the Panthers out there. And I guess consider myself pretty lucky to have seen seven. So pick the pick the trail name Panther. <laughs> yeah, and I picked my trail name Ridley because I did an internship in college with sea turtles, and Kim's Ridley sea turtle was the primary focus of uh, a talking internship. And we're gonna have our cat Leo join us today. So, and so I picked the Kim's Ridley sea turtle as uh, as my my trail name Ridley. Thought it'd be pretty easy, except on the AT, a lot of people thought I was Ripley from. What is that show? Aliens or something? <laughs> so I had to clarify a lot of the times. But Panther was pretty clear. And Ridley, you're not going to have too many people named Panther or Ridley on the fr- on the trail. So. so yeah, we did the Appalachian Trail first. And then we did Florida Trail in 2011. But I guess, I don't know. I don't know if I ever really thought we would get to the Florida Trail. But then Chris said, hey, let's go do the Florida Trail. <laughs> yeah, we well, we came back from... From the AT and um, found a temporary job, actually, with our current company we're working for, that lasted, you know, I don't know, several months, four months. How long? It was about. I don't remember exactly. Three or four long. months, yeah. And so we were hiking out there pretty much every day, anyway, for work. Um. And so yeah, so we had a break after that project, and I just thought it'd be a good time, you know, since we were still in shape and we never. You know, we never got to hike a lot of the Florida Trail, and I knew we'd want to. Yeah, and we had hiked a couple sections of the Florida Trail before, so we had done pretty much all the Big Cypress through... Yeah, all the Big Cypress we had done. And then we've done sections of Ocala, Smack Palachicola, Jonathan Dickinson. Oh, and then we did the Ocean to Lake Trail to prep for the Appalachian Trail. Mm-hmm. And, um... I don't know, that was a good hike. Yeah, the Ocean Lake, I mean, um, no, it was really good. I just, there was a couple spots back then that uh, it was really tricky to follow. Uh, it took us a while in a couple spots to figure out where the trail went because it was so, uh, I don't know what's oh. the word, kind of, there was so little traffic on the trail in a few spots that right. you, could, you almost got lost, which I don't think it's a problem now, from what I've heard. No, especially because I think they run trail races out there. So. Yeah, but when we did it, I mean, there was several places where it took a while. We kind of got lost. and That's right. There was all that Lymodium Yeah, and like by some orange groves and some tall grass, and it was just kind of difficult. Yeah, we, had a, we did have some problems with that. But it was good. But it was, I mean... It's a good, yeah, that's a good trail. It's a good section, especially if you're just, you know, somewhere in South Florida and you want to go out for a weekend to, 
to go out there. So that's I, I and that one runs. Good. I mean, for those of you that don't know, it runs from uh, from the east the east side of Lake Okeechobee to the Atlantic Ocean. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I like that. It was a good trial run for the Appalachian Trail, and you know. We spent a lot of time in Jonathan Dickinson hiking, so I feel like we really kind of got that section (laughs) covered. So we started at the trail on Loop Road, which is not where people start now, so... I'm kind of, I kind of wish the Florida Trail still started there. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm, um, I'm still, I mean... I'm still a little. I'm still upset that they that they changed that. Honestly, I don't uh, really agree with the thinking that you have to start at a parking lot because you know the AT starts and ends on top of mountains without parking lots. And um, I guess I'm a little biased because I used to like hiking out in Big Cypress. Big Cypress, and I thought that was one of the coolest, you know, eight miles or whatever there was on the trail. And I just hated to see it dropped. Yeah. You know, the Roberts Lake Strand that's down there is really neat. Yeah. It's kind of a... You kind of feel like you're out in the middle of... Well, you are in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's one you, of the... Yeah. It's, you kind of feel like it's, you know, an old plume hunter kind of days. You're just tromping through some deep swamps. And there's even a place you can camp on um, a little high spot in the middle of Roberts Lake Strand. Yeah, and I, I don't know if it is or not, but I've heard that's an Indian mound. That's what I was going to say, but I wasn't yeah. sure. So. I'm not positive it is, but I think it's an Indian mound um, out there, uh, I think on the north side of the Strand, that uh, it's right next to the trail. Yeah. And we didn't we didn't see any alligators out there, but I guess you could. Oh, they're definitely, I've there. seen them, yeah, I've oh, seen. you've seen them out there? Okay. Yeah, I've seen alligators out there, and there's, there's bears out there. And yeah. It's a neat section. I think if you can find someone to take you to Loop Road... Start down there. See those eight miles. Because especially now, nobody's going to be seeing that. And, you know, it's a really neat area that most people aren't ever going to traipse down. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd kind of like it see kind of turned into, you know, for those of you that know the AT, there's the approach trail that that we did. And I don't know, probably maybe half people do. I don't know how many. But I'd kind of like to see that loop road section like that that kind of is an optional thing but that a lot of people do. Right. Well, well, the kick they have the you know the Florida Trail kickoff basically yeah, now. So right, but you I know think, you could yeah. go, you know, for those of that wanted to do it, they could get dropped off a day early. Right. You know, and go do that. Right. Yeah. So we did that. We got dropped off. I don't know. We started like right before lunchtime that day, and our friends Randy and Kathy dropped us off, and we had lunch out there. And really, our goal was just to get those eight miles in that first day because we knew it would be a little bit slow going with going through the swamp and. Um, get to the north end at the uh, um, visitor center there on 41 and then we got there and there was a whole like Florida trail crew <laughs> out there getting ready to go do work on the trail and so we kind of took our time mm-hmm. washing up and we're like we got lucky some volunteers were like are you out through hiking we're like yeah you want to camp and there's food and we're like of course I mean Kind of felt a little silly getting trail magic, like, you know, first day, but yeah, we weren't going to turn that down. That was really <laughs> one of the only uh, kind of what I'd consider trail magic kind of that we ran into the whole time. Yeah, I mean, we had a couple. A few. A few other little instances, but no, you know, there's no big hiker feeds on the Florida Trail necessarily like you would have on the Appalachian Trail. I think 
that may be a little bit different now, but definitely not yeah, seven, seven or eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, the year we did it, it was, I mean, and for, for that time, it was a pretty big year, but I, I don't know how many... the. I feel like there's like upwards between 40 and 60 people hiking now. Like No, but I think the year we did it, there might have been, I don't know, 12 to 16 total. Yeah. And right. that was a big year at that point. Um, but we weren't, I mean, I guess you could talk about the, the group that was out there, but we weren't... Um, we weren't with the group. We uh, yeah, the Chuck Norris and and uh, Tigger. Right. We started out a few. I don't know how far behind them, but a little bit behind them. I think yeah, we started on January eighth, and I think they started maybe even the weekend before us. Yeah, but anyway, so I mean, we had we really we didn't plan that f- for any reason. I mean, just you know, <laughs> and we were just behind them, and we never had any, and we didn't really care if we caught them or not, or you know, we had no plans. Right. Um, to run into them at all, but we ended up, I mean, get there eventually, I guess, but we ended up uh, running into them and kind of catching up to them in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we hiked through Big Cypress, didn't have any, too many problems, I think. It was wet there on the north end of Big Cypress, but it wasn't anything no, but we it, hadn't um, seen before. I guess, yeah, we had a really, I guess he's had a lucky and good year with the weather. a caution to to those listening that are thinking about hiking is um the big cypress is the most remote unforgiving place on the trail um it can be very dry and very wet so make sure you know if it's a wet or a dry year and you know what you're getting into um because if it's very wet you'll be you know in ankle deep water or you know or more a lot of the time yeah if it's dry you know, we've been out there where you it's very hard to find a drop of water. Um, even in the cypress domes, it's just a small mud puddle. So just make sure you prepare for that and, and you know, because you, re- you can get into trouble out there. You know, also, people don't think of Fort of having bears, but there is definitely bears in Big Cypress, Ocala. Apalachicola. Right, in the Panhandle. Yeah. So... You know, I suggest hanging your food every night when you're through hiking. Um, anyway, I was going to say, I just, I recommend hanging your food every night when you're on the trail um, for bears, but also probably more so for ants and raccoons and mice and things like that. Um, it's important, you know, we've had... Uh, ants get in our not while we were through hiking, but I don't think. But we no, that we had, was on the ocean. Of we had ants get in our food bag one time, and it was not good. Well, I think we were heading back to the car that so, day or something, so yeah. <laughs> that lucked out. Yeah, could have been bad. Um, yeah, and then I don't know. What do you think about? Remember about the middle sections of the trail, like the levee walks and um, around there memorable, well, memorable. You know, I know it was memorable for me but what about for you north of Big Cypress you pass the uh, Seminole Museum which is real we didn't go to at that time but it you know it's really neat and you know you should go go there while you pass by and then yeah after that it gets pretty remote you go through the sugarcane and crop and around the levees um, 
It's not uh, a good bird activity. You know, just if you're into birds, I think you would you would be able to see a lot of neat raptors. Yeah, and, and you'll see um, interesting things like that. Yeah, you'll see alligators for sure. Um. Oh gosh, I was gonna say something. Um. Oh, I don't know anymore. <laughs> it's kind of a. Oh, the sugar cane. You know. Um, yeah, we saw we saw them actually burning. Yeah. Um, so the they the. Um, for those of you that, you know, that are familiar with, they have sugar cane like in Louisiana and on the Gulf Coast that they usually, when they harvest it, they usually just, uh, cut it before they burn it. Um, but in Florida, I think it's pretty standard. They burn the cane before they cut it. So that's, um, I don't know, just kind of different to see a big, a huge, you know, it's a, it's a, it moves like a prescribed burn. It's a wall of... It's a line of fire moving across the field. Yeah. Did we see a bunch of birds or... I feel like something was, like, flying out or moving out mm. of the, the field, one field that we walked around. But we were a little concerned because we, <laughs> it was burning. And then as we were walking around the levee, because that was a particular area where we had to go up and then east and then back down because we were trying to avoid a road walk or something. And by the time we came around the field, the smoke was coming that direction and... I think we might have had to like cover our faces for a few minutes as we walked through it, but um, I don't know. It wasn't too crazy. Yeah, I don't even remember that. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, I, I enjoyed the walk around Lake Okeechobee. We walked on the west side, so it was pretty quiet. Um, I think we even a few like, towns. Yeah, we one s- over there. Well, well, the Okeechobee and then Moorhaven. Right, Moorhaven, that's what I'm thinking of. And then there is, I can't even think of the name of the little, after you cross Fish Eating Creek, the little gas station that had a subway or... I don't remember. They had some food there. It's a big fishing area, and I know it has a name. I just can't think of it at the moment. But the then we ran into the people running the locks on the Oak, on Lake Okeechobee were really nice, too. Um, at least one of them let us use the restroom, and then we sat and talked to... Um, another lady, I remember for a while, she it was she took the job because it was easy and her husband was disabled or something um, somewhere, so. <laughs> I'm getting old. I forget you all these things. all of this stuff? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we spent, I don't know, a good 30 minutes like sitting there and she was talking and I think maybe mm-hmm. even she gave us water. I don't remember, but yeah, so definitely take advantage of that if you meeting the people who are operating the locks or um, any of the little stations there along uh, the levees on Lake Okeechobee. We can talk about our gear a little bit. Um, yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, I don't want to get too technical on everybody, but I mean, basically we had um, Osprey. You carried, Misty carried an, an Atmos pack, and I carried an Exos pack. We had a Big Agnes Copper Spur 2 tent. Which is kind of a, you know, for 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 ultralight backpacking, it's a mid mid weight tent. It's not a super light tent that you just use your poles for, but it's fairly light for one that comes with poles. Um, we used uh, Aquamira drops for everything. I don't even see people using those anymore, hardly like um, online. I wonder if they're still. You know, I don't. I don't know. Um, I'm not really necessarily a pump guy. Just. Because pumps are so heavy, but, you know, they work if you want to carry the weight. Well, I think people use mm. that. There's a lot of Sawyer products where they just, like, you know, 
filter with the bottle sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, right. Um, you know, we carried a little, the standard, uh, what is it, uh, the little, the little stove that screws to the fuel canister, um, can't think of the name of it, but it's that standard little stove that comes in the red triangular container. Is it MSR, or? Yeah, it's MSR, but that's the brand, it's, uh. Yeah, I know, but, I wouldn't say Pocket Rocket. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we like that. And we just we just stopped at Bass Pro Shop when we landed in Fort Lauderdale and got, got all our fuel and stuff like that. So, I mean, if you're coming in, there's a Bass Pro in Miami as well. Um, so, if you're needing to get that when you land in Florida, if you're starting in the south. Well, it's in, yeah, it's in uh, yeah. Fort Lauderdale. No, there's one in Miami, too. Oh, there is? Yes. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, on the Palmetto somewhere. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, there's, um, there's spots if you need to get food. I was seeing grocery stores, though. So no big deal. Yeah, and then... Oh, Thermarest. Yeah, just Therm... Yeah, Thermarest, NeoAir. You know, I think... Did I carry... Did we both carried our uh, Marmot Helium bags? Sleeping bag? Yes, because... Yeah, because it was... Yeah. It gets pretty... We got a... We I mean, a it froze. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Um, it gets pretty... I mean... It's, it's, it's Florida, Florida. But, but it still gets pretty chilly. Um... So you definitely want to take something warmer than a 40-degree bag. If you just carry a, you know, marmot pounder or something, you're going to be cold. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I think I carried my gloves, even though, and you didn't, but then I remember you borrowed them one morning to <laughs> roll up the tent. So, well, yeah, because yeah. I think there was, there was frost yeah. on the tent one or two mornings. Um, you know, well, kind of your standard stuff. Well, and we had water shoes too so we wouldn't have yeah. to yeah you know headlamp um yeah you know i think we had one our old flip phone with us right oh yeah and that was before we got smartphones um, way before we got smartphones you know which uh i so mean we carried a camera oh and then we had yeah. the problem with the that that sd card too we lost some pictures for a while hmm. there was a couple days that it didn't record do you remember that no Okay. There was. I think it was mostly videos that we didn't get or something. Yeah, we and then, you know, we both use Likey hiking poles. poles. You know, a pretty pretty it's, standard. It's flat, but I think the yeah. poles help, so. Oh, no, and yeah. The poles help with me the most. Um, my hands swell a lot without oh, them. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, on the AT, they help the most going downhill, but on flat, long walks, they help the most because my hands don't swell as much. Right. So, I guess that's enough about gear, <laughs> but I'm sure people can contact you if they want details. Well, and I think gear's already even changed even more since then, so... Yeah, but anyway, what I was going to say about the phone is, I mean, it's just the world, and I mean, I'm sure we probably wouldn't even follow this if we did it now, but it's just... It's it's such a different hiking experience now when you're just take your smartphone and constantly connected to the internet. It was just I'm glad we didn't have that. You yeah, know, we just got to like you're just hiking and not you're never getting you're on not, your phone blogging or checking the people. news or right. checking your email or none of that. You know, like so I don't know. I think if we if we ever do a hike again, I'll probably I'll definitely consider not taking smart technology with me. Well, I think you could easily just be like, well, I don't have data, or I don't have this, or 
So, Try to install some sort of rules. Yeah. Take all the apps off your phone. <laughs> yeah, but I definitely, you know, it's it's a different experience with, uh, yeah, smart technology. Yeah, I would call my brother and be like, hey, can you post? Because we're not going to be at a library for the next two weeks. Just tell people we're alive. <laughs> and we called our families every couple days. And you call, you would call your mom or your dad to, like, get weather updates. We'd be like, well, this looks sketchy. Can you give us an idea? And yeah. that's how we got the weather. Yeah. So most of the days we didn't really have a good, good idea. So. So uh, so yeah, around the lakes of the, what is that big, uh, hammock, uh, the old oaks and Hickory stuff. hammock. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the trail didn't even go through there. We'll talk about that because the trail doesn't even go through there anymore, which yeah. is kind of disappointing, I think. So. Yeah. Honestly, that was one of my favorite areas of the trail. The old old live oaks and orange trees and I mean you can still I think you can walk up to from what I understand you can walk up to where all the RV camping is um, where we camped that one night so you can walk up to there but anything north of there to Mosquito Hammock and you know to get up to the bombing range is not maintained anymore Mm -hmm. and I know like some of those bridges are probably not you know you wouldn't be able to get across a couple of those marshes Unless you wanted to swim. But, and I don't, I kind of also like, I mean, I liked the Bombing Ridge hike too because it was just really quiet. It was mm-hmm. remote. Um, and that's Avon Park Bombing, bombing Range. And, yeah, I like that Citrus section. area. And there was just, I don't know, it was just a really neat area. I mean, I think everybody likes the new section through Kissimmee Prairie and Miko Bluff and all of that, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe we should go back and hike. Yeah, I mean, time. I can't compare it. I haven't been to the new section. Yeah. I just know the Hickory Hammock was really neat. Yeah. Um, I don't know. In my head, I don't know why I thought about um, road walks now. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> we can talk know, about road walks. Yeah, but I mean, I think, um, you know, it's definitely worth a few minutes talking about. Because that's... When you talk to people about the Florida Trail, you know, that's it's a pretty common topic that... <clears throat> you know the road walks. You know there's there's quite a bit of road walk. That's what you hear, and there you know there is. There's some road walk. I don't know exactly how many miles. Well, I but, think it used to be around 300. I think it's dropped. Um, but you know, to me, looking back at the trail, it honestly it wasn't that big a deal. It wasn't like I don't remember. I mean, it kind of, it's kind of a pain in the moment. You're frustrated. I mean, yeah, when you have wait, a 20-mile road walk. But, I mean, now, you know, looking back at it, it's not something I really remember as being hard or, you know, or, like, leaving a lasting impression on me. As You know, it wasn't, yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I just honestly I don't remember them that much. There was just, um, I think, the one dangerous one. There, were, I mean, there was a couple spots that could be dangerous. But the one I remember the worst was on... Uh, State Road 60 when we were between after we left um, when we camped on the side of the road at, yeah. the, at the we camped at a boat launch one night on the side of the road <laughs> I don't recommend it um, so as we were heading to Three Lakes that section I think was pretty dangerous it was like morning rush hour and it just rained and the shoulder was steep so you couldn't really <sighs> walk very well without killing your feet and I know people are people pass and don't care about people walking on roads. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I mean, I'm sure 
everybody kind of figures out road walking on their own. But I do remember that is that there's several roads with, you know, those small kind of two-foot shoulders or smaller. And honestly, I don't know what the best thing to do is, but I always remember trying to walk off or way further over than Misty and, like, always trying to get (laughs) her to move further over because, I mean... Yeah. You know, just, I don't know, it scares me being that close to the traffic, either people not seeing you or on your phone or their phone or... Right. So, yeah, just kind of keep that in mind when you're doing road walks that, you know, it can, I guess, be kind of dangerous. Yeah. Well, that's for sure. (laughs) I mean, the other bad thing about the road walks was camping opportunities. So, I think we lucked out with with, um, Shamrock Steve finding us at at Bull Creek and helping slack pack us through that section um, west of Melbourne up to Christmas. And... Yeah, I think... I think that's the only slack packing we've ever done. Yeah, yeah. We never did on the AT. No, we did it for like... Did we... I think we... Did we slack pack for like two seconds to get to Crestview um, with... What's his face? In the van, the old the old guy. I can't think of his name at the moment. I don't think I don't so. Think slack I think we carried our packs there. Okay, but anyway, so I think you know, with all our hiking time, I think that's that one or two days was the only time we I didn't carry our pack. Right. And maybe and uh, that and going up Katahdin, I guess we didn't carry all of our stuff just to summit Katahdin that one day. Right. So yeah, we weren't big into slack packing, but. You know, your mileage may vary. Whatever works for you. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I'm not... (laughs) I guess I'm not big on giving people grief for whatever they want to do as long as they don't skip trail. Yeah, so let's talk about Central Florida just a little bit more before we, I guess, move on. Um, I like Three Lakes and Bull Creek and all of those areas. Do you have any special spots from Central Florida besides Hickory Hammock? I guess that should be South Central Florida. Not particularly. I mean, other than, you know, it's all really scenic and, you know, there's not city hiking there. No, and it's that's a pretty actually remote kind um, of section. There's not a lot there's not a lot of towns going up through yeah. that area, so you kinda have to carry a lot of food or plan Yeah, I think there's some areas a trail that, angel um, or something. Or you can uh, I mean it's not like the AT. Yeah, I think we did hitchhike once in Florida, maybe once or twice. But once, it is. I I do remember for sure that people are not used to hitchhiking there like they are on the AT. So it could take you a while to get a ride. I think it took us an hour to get. Yeah, because I mean, you know, yeah, um, there just aren't a lot of hikers out there that are. Yeah, there aren't a lot of hikers out there for for people to be used to that. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of and I, actually a lot of people don't really know the Florida Trail is yeah. is right there. So right. yeah, they may have seen signs, but they have no idea what it really means. So, and we actually saw I would think more like hunters or fishermen kind of using the trail than oh yeah, yeah. hikers. And we see day hikers in in certain high use areas, but in the middle of like you know what. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. Um, yeah, so but we're getting up close to uh, close to Orlando at this point. Yeah, yeah, Orlando because of Christmas, and it had that nasty rainstorm that we were the thunderstorm that we hunkered down early. We stopped hiking early one day because yeah, there's this big thunderstorm coming, and then it like didn't even come until like. After six o'clock, and we could have hiked another several more hours. I think we stopped at like two or three, and we wanted to get somewhere that was safe and wasn't going to flood and things like that. And then we just kind of hunkered down for a couple hours, and then we found out it was like taking its sweet time coming through. So, but by that time, yeah, we Shamrock Steve had picked us up in Bull Creek, and he had was in contact with all of Chuck Norris's group. And so we got to meet, like, all the other hikers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That, that's so we went to... Yeah, um, yeah Billy Goats. Thing. No. It or no. Billy Goat. um, um, oh. AWOL. Oh, right, AWOL's right, house. Right, right, right. Yeah. And had pizza and hung out with everybody. And, yeah, kind of got to see the other hikers. That's where we saw Speaker, our friend from the AT. He was up ahead of us. So by that time, I think everybody was about two days ahead of us by the time we cut to Orlando. Mm-hmm. So we had pretty much, we had, we had definitely crushed up that time. And actually, I would say, like, the back end of that group was probably only half a day behind us, or ahead of us, because when we were doing our road walk, they were, yeah, I, we weren't too far behind them by that time. And actually, by the time we got through Orlando and did all of the road walking and scenic stuff through Orlando. Yeah, like on we a lot of some of it's like on uh, bike trails and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. There were, I, the Orlando section is nice because there's like tons of food opportunities for like that day or two <laughs> that you're in there. Yeah. So you can stop at 7-Eleven and have something for breakfast, something else for lunch, dinner, whatever. That's a nice kind of fun treat. <laughs> yeah, we stayed at that. No, we stayed, we stayed at the hotel that one night. Yeah, there. we get a hotel in Lake Mary because... That is the only bad thing about Orlando. There's probably a couple parks you could try to, like, stealth in. Mm. But really, I, you might as well just get a hotel. Yeah. There's not... The camping opportunities aren't good there. So, either plan on doing, like, high mileage day through Orlando or just chill and get a hotel, which is what we did because we hadn't had a... We hadn't had a shower. Well, we had... We showered that cold shower at um, Avon Park at their campground. But before that, the last shower was at um, the Seminole RV park. So right. it had been like two, two and a half weeks or something. So there's... Oh, wait, no. I'm just kidding. All of that, ignore. We just showered at Shamrock Steve's. I forgot. Yeah. So we weren't that stinky. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> when I'm hiking, it's... I don't really care that much if I only have no, a shower every week about, or two. I'm just thinking for people in their, in their head for amenities like what their opportunities are. Yeah. There's not a whole lot. So get, get used to be sm- being smelly. But yeah, I, I would say like north of Orlando mm-hmm. is when you start getting into like some really good hiking, I think. I mean, everything else south is great, but I don't know. I like North Florida even Well, it's better. just different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get into the pines, I guess. Yeah, and they start getting rolling hills, and... Well, and yeah, uh, Ocala. I mean... Yeah, but, uh, you know, the Seminole State Forest, where, oh, yeah, they had that controlled burn that they didn't tell anybody about, and we didn't know 
we could see these fire plumes coming up in the background. We're like, what's going on? Do we keep walking? Which way is it going? Yeah, I remember, yeah. We had a lot of... It was still, like, smoldering when we walked through. Yeah. Um, and then... Well, we skipped... When north in Orlando, we stopped by the senator and... Oh, yeah. The other tree, the other cypress tree right next to it that... Well, the senator's not there the anymore. Lady Liberty, I think, is her name. Right. And so, um... You know, I guess... I guess I, it was like less than a year later, almost a year later. Yeah, later, right. I mean, I'm just... I guess I'm, down. I'm grateful I got to see that tree, because cypress are one of my favorite trees, and it was just kind of... It was, uh, you know, it was, I think... I don't know the exact date of the tree, but it was like... I heard it, I think it was roughly... Um, 2000? Yeah, it was, it was old. It was thousands of years old, and um, I don't know. I'm just glad I got to see that tree before it got burned down. Yeah, that was pretty devastating, like, the next year to find that. <laughs> uh, that was awful. So. But yeah, like, moving north of Orlando is, uh, I don't know, I think good hiking, good territory. Yeah, 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 just... yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, the habitat changes for sure there. Yeah. And you get to see some couple springs along the way, Alexander Springs and mm-hmm. Juniper Springs. If you have the time to deviate for a day at juniper springs take that paddling run and canoe um down that run because that's really cool and worth it's incredibly scenic you know maybe try to camp either off the trail somewhere over there if you wanted or or the campground there at juniper springs and ocala and do that run that's just a neat thing to to do yeah (laughs) i mean it's um yeah, the Juniper Springs run, like, in my mind, is, like, just, it's one of these, like, kind of things in Florida that you have to do. It's, a, uh, it's just, a uh, very remote with absolutely almost no human influence for the entire, I think it's, like, an eight-mile canoe down the creek. Crystal clear water, you know, eelgrass. Um, yeah, it's in the it's in the Juniper Springs wilderness. Yeah, if you've so. never done it, you just have to do it. It's just incredible. Yeah, and a lot. Of, I think Florida gets a bad rap on some things about not being scenic and not having mountains and that sort of thing. But this is one of those opportunities that to go to the side trail sort of thing that you need to go see. You need to take the Blue Blaze and go down. Uh, go down. And honestly, Florida. yeah, I mean, you don't even get to see what the the spring run is like from the trail. Right no, there. the trail you, goes right in front of the parking lot. You line. have to you have to canoe it to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I that would, would be our recommendation. I guess I would highly recommend taking a day to do that canoe. Right. And then I'm trying to think of what else up there. Well, I mean, then there was you know you're there. That's probably one of your best chances of seeing bears on the trail is mm-hmm. through that section. We saw those two bears mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, right. Yeah, the right after on the north end of the Juniper. Yeah, right after wilderness. Juniper Springs. Yeah, we saw um, them, and we saw a couple bears there. And then, oh, oh, well, before we even got to Juniper Springs, back in like the Farrells Prairie, we saw that giant party of what was it? What's the name of the people? Oh, the the rainbow, the rainbow people. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I had never even I don't think heard of them before that but it's like this you know i don't this uh 
interesting subculture? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly how they describe themselves, but I mean, it's just like this, you know, this hippie group of people that kind of go from different uh, forests to forests. Yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of live. Yeah, live in public lands and have big buses and. Yeah, when we first came up, we were like, what on earth? Because it was just, like, for a mile of, like, just people's different camps, and they had, like, little kitchen areas. and Right. And then when um, we got to Juniper Springs, we are like, do you know that there's, like, a mass of people out there? And they did. But we were kind of... It was interesting. I'll just say that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I mean, um, I've heard of, you know, seen a few things about them online and stuff since then, but I don't know. I don't know... Honestly, I don't even know uh, that much about like how they formed and what they yeah, what their purpose is. I think I goog- I think I googled them once after we got back yeah. from the trail. But yeah, kind of. I, I mean, kind of. I don't know. Pretty interesting group of people. <laughs> oh yeah, that was when Speaker finally caught up to us because we passed him. We kind of passed everybody in Orlando. Um, after we stayed at the hotel, we met up with everybody and. I think we just decided to... I think they wanted to stay hiking together for a little bit, but then we just kind of, like, went off on our own, and then Speaker ended up catching back up with us. Yeah, I think... I mean, I don't know. You'd have to ask him, but I think he kind of decided to... Break away from Yeah, I think he decided that he was kind of... Would enjoy the trail, kind of hiking faster, longer days, and just... I think he kind of decided to come with us instead of stay with them. Yeah, so he caught back with us in Ocala. So he was hiking with us... On and off, pretty much from there till the end. Yeah, there was a few times that he stopped um, a little bit further up near Lake Butler. He he got picked back up by Chuck Norris to go to Billy Goat Day. Um, And I really wish we had done that then. I just didn't know who Billy Goat was at that time or any of that. So we did not we did not go to that. But I really wish I really wish we had done that. So I think Mm -hmm. that's one. Thing I do regret is not doing that. Plus, I think that was like they were doing that the day it like rained so badly. Remember oh, that? I don't remember now. Oh. <laughs> and so they were like inside, and we were like hiking in some nasty cold rain. So I was like, yeah, maybe we should have done that. But yeah, but otherwise, he and, and speaker he has no problem putting in long days. So he would yeah. always catch back up with us. And so that was a, that was kind of nice to have <coughs> you know, a hiking friend along the way. Yeah. So. And then since you're talking about mileage, I think, um, man, I've never, well, I think at the time I probably knew, but we probably averaged about um, 20 miles a day. I'd say toward the end that we were doing, I would say 25. Yeah, I'm just saying average, though, um, because we had a few shorter days, and we had, our longest day ever was just over 30 miles. But I would say for the entire trip over two months, we averaged... Uh, probably more like 22 I well, say. I mean, two months. We it took us almost exactly two months, sixty days. Yeah. So yeah, we we um, right, yeah. So we averaged right about twenty, or maybe slightly less, even. You know, with their down days and stuff. Yeah, but see, we we don't we like to enjoy. We'll take an hour lunch. We take a break. You know, mid morning, pretty much like every two hours, we kind of take a break, and then even if it's just fifteen minutes, and then yeah, we like to take an hour lunch. Yeah. And I mean, when you're when you're hiking, once you're in decent shape, you're hiking at um, 
three miles an hour. Yeah, between three, and if you're on roadwalks or a really good trail, three and a half miles an hour. So, you know, you can cover a lot of ground pretty quick. And, yeah, we just get up early and get going, and then I'd say, you know, definitely by the end of the trail, we were doing 20 miles by lunchtime, and then sometimes we were just like, well, we're at a nice spot, let's hang out the rest of the day. We didn't really feel the need to be, like, pushing, well, I can do 30 miles, I can do 35. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I, there was no reason. I mean, we, we could have. It just, I, we wanted to enjoy ourselves and sit, and I like to read. So. Yeah, I think those are some of the days I actually remember the most up in northern Florida, the ones we were done by 1 o'clock, and we're just like, well, we've already done, you know, 20 miles by 1, so we're just going to camp by this creek the rest of the day or whatever. Yeah. And that was, that's nice. You could take a nap. You can just relax. We'd, you wandered around and take pictures. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't, people who like to go fast, it's great. I just, Yeah, it's know. just different styles. Right. I mean, and, and I don't know. I don't have anything against going slow or going fast, but. Yeah. Know. Well, I know we were faster than other people, so <laughs> I can't say too much there. Yeah. Everybody, um, everybody kind of likes their own pace.